Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Policy Shop. Many, many new laws take effect starting in 2023. So what will these new laws do? Here to share information on some of the highlights is Joe Tabor, Director of Policy Research at the Illinois Policy Institute. Joe, welcome. Thanks, Hillary. This is our first time talking on the policy shop, although it's been how many years since we worked together? I think maybe six or seven. 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 <laughs> I think that's yeah. right. Um, all right. Well, for those who are just meeting Joe, um, Joe is our quality control legislative slash legal expert here. He is very attentive to detail and knows the inner workings of more legislation than almost anyone here in the state. So this uh, last cycle, in the past few weeks in particular, you and your team have been reviewing the new bills that are going to take effect in 2023. What are the high-level things people should know are going to take effect when 2023 hits? Well, there are over 180 uh, bills that will take effect on the New Year's. And the, the main takeaway from these is that there's a lot of um, a lot of big legislation that has been rushed through. So everyone has been talking about the Safety Act. And this is a criminal justice reform bill that covers wide range of issues. Um, that bill was passed in a day. It was amended and the amendment it got it and replaced a completely different bill. And it was all passed in a single day with no debate or anything. How many pages was that one too? I remember you oh, through this whole thing. So I think the original bill was over 700 pages. And being 700 pages of a bill that uh, passed in a day, um, there were issues with it. And that's what was, has been debated. That's why there's a lot of controversy over the original passage of the bill, um, particularly the uh, Pre-Trial Fairness Act had a lot of issues in it. There were several different standards for a prosecutor if they wanted to detain a defendant before trial for the purposes of protecting the community or preventing them from obstruction of justice or, or um, willful flight is what they call it. And with these different standards, it was kind of confusing. Um, it would have put a burden on prosecutors. Um, and there were provisions in the bill in the pretrial detention uh, portion. Prosecutors would have to identify a specific person who was threatened by a defendant in order to um, detain them before trial. And that can be difficult in certain cases, in certain crimes, it's hard to identify a specific person who's going to be uh, threatened by someone. And that also was stricter than um, 
than any other state that has come close to getting rid of cash bail. So that was a, that was definitely an issue. Um, they did amend that bill in the last uh, in the veto session. So cleaned up a lot of it, and uh, they were able to implement a standard that is more in line with what other states have done. For example, New Jersey um, requires that a prosecutor prove that a defendant is a threat to the community at large um, in order to detain them. It does not require uh, the prosecution to produce a, an individual person or identify a person that's threatened. Um, so that part was cleaned up. They kind of cleaned up the standards, made everything more uniform, which um, was all uh, for the better. There's still um, there's still opposition to the bill, but much less than it was before. So um, the Safety Act will be taking effect on January 1st, and you will see the end of cash bail in Illinois. The, it will, we will be the first state in the nation to successfully or to um, go through with implementing a cashless bail system. And uh, it will also increase police training. It will um, require uh, police departments to use body cameras. Um, and it will also allow for uh, the people to issue, uh, to file complaints with the um, with police departments or uh, against police officers anonymously and without a sworn affidavit. That part is a little has been a little controversial. Interestingly, what also passed uh, in this uh, this year is uh, Amendment One, the Workers' Rights Amendment, and that uh, amendment purports to get grant the uh, employees a fundamental right to collectively bargain. And what it would appear to do in practice is to place uh, union collective bargaining agreements above Illinois law. So whatever's negotiated in a union contract will take precedence over uh, state law and that could include the Safety Act. So what was just uh, passed in the Safety Act could possibly be contradicted by uh, police uh, union contracts because of this passage of Amendment 1. That would be a real doozy. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens and um, what the courts say about that. Yeah. Um, I know that there are a couple of items uh, that will take effect in the new year that you were talking about that affect people's pocketbooks. Can you spell those out for us? Yeah, the main <clears throat> the main item that will take effect um, on the first is the gas tax hike. So Illinois was set to raise gas taxes um, on July of this year under Pritzker's administration we passed a bill that uh, raises the gas tax at least um, one cent uh, every year. But this, uh, for this particular cycle, this particular uh, tax hike, the governor 
issued a freeze of that tax, so it won't take effect until January 1st of this year. But that means that Illinoisans will be hit, uh, hit with two gas taxes next year. So on the 1st of next year, and then in July, as was scheduled previously. All right. Well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I know you just looked this up. How many bills have passed in the last couple of sessions? Because I know they track that by general assembly class. So like the people who come in and serve throughout the term. Um, it's bundled by two years, how they measure how many bills passed, right? Yes, that, that's the what's called the General Assembly is two years, um, two years of the, the legislative session. And in this past, or this coming to an end, this General Assembly, they passed uh, over 1,100 bills in two years. And how many pages are some of these bills? Well, some of them can be very short, but some of them can be thousands of pages, like a, a, the budget was thousand something pages. Um, so they can be quite hefty. Is it a good thing that Illinois is passing so many laws? Is it a bad thing? How, what do you make of the sheer number of, of bills that are making their way through? So I think that the, the sheer number itself isn't a problem necessarily. <clears throat> but that would be assuming that lawmakers are reading the bills that they're passing. And we know that they aren't. We know that several bills, several bills that are hundreds of pages of more have been amended and then passed in the same day. So what they do is called a gut and replace amendment. And they will take some unrelated piece of legislation and then insert hundreds of pages of, of bill language and then pass it the same day. And the Illinois Constitution is uh, supposed to prevent something like that. You're supposed to get a three-day reading period. So the bill has to be read by title on three different days before it's passed. And this is intended to, among other things, give lawmakers time to digest a bill. What they end up doing is they will introduce legislation. It could be anything. And then they will set it to be read one day and then this another day and then a third day. And then after it has technically fulfilled that requirement, that, that bill number at least has been read three different days, they will insert completely unrelated um, legislation in there and pass it the same day. And so there are lawmakers who had no clue what that bill um, actually said because it was hundreds of pages and there was zero time to read it. Well, Joe, I'm grateful that you read so much of this language. You and your team do a really nice job breaking everything down and um, grateful to you for coming on today and explaining what we can expect in 2023. So thanks again, Joe, and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute and to sign up for our newsletter, visit IllinoisPolicy.org. 
If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.